0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Go Home Cheeky Animals is the second book by Tennant Creek artist Dion Beasley and Darwin-based author Johanna Bell. The story features Dion's signature cheeky dogs, plus camels, donkeys and a whole host of cheeky animals. Plus, it has been announced that Go Home Cheeky Animals has been awarded the Book of the Year by the Children's Book Council of Australia. Dion is a 24-year-old artist with a cheeky sense of humour who happens to be deaf. He also has muscular dystrophy, which means you can find him whizzing around town on his mobility scooter. Johanna is his collaborator, an author and podcaster. She joins us now in the studio. Hi, how are you, Johanna? I'm very well. Thanks for having me. So tell us how this collaboration between you and Dion came about. Uh, in 2009, I moved to the
1: Territory and I went to an art gallery opening and there were an incredible number of cheeky dogs that just leapt off the wall. And it was as if they were kind of charging around and barking and incredibly animated. And I just thought they would be extraordinary characters for a for a picture book. And I had been writing picture books in my imagination for quite some years. In fact, I lived in Sydney before I moved to the Territory and on one day I, w- I went to a, um, a children's picture book uh, panel and was very inspired by what I saw and I was driving home in my car, writing a picture book in my head. I was on Elizabeth Street and I didn't see the taxi in front of me. Oh, No. <laughs> put on its brakes and I slammed right into the back of it oh my goodness and I've just been in the middle of crafting my great story <laughs> and I sort of got out and the guy was really cross and he came over and he asked me for my license and I pulled it out and it had expired <gasps> a week before oh. so I can I can say that my picture book writing career got off to a very bumpy start
0: <laughs> well you've made such a, a beautiful book and in the introduction I was saying it was a, a real collaboration between you and Dion. How did you approach him, given he's deaf, and how did you collaborate and communicate together in making this book? So I saw his art first,
1: and because he's deaf, he communicates in two ways, one through his art and also through Auslan, which is Australian Sign Language. And, um, I rang up, I knew he had a carer and I found her number online and rang up. Now I live in Darwin and Dion lives in Tennant Creek, which is more than a thousand kilometers away. And it's very, very hard to get to. You kind of got to drive for hours and hours and hours. There's, I think, two flights a week. They're very expensive. And, um... Joy picked up the phone, his carer, and she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Why don't you just pop on down and meet <laughs> Dion and see how it goes? And it took me three months to raise the funds to get down there. And um, I remember the first day we met, we were sitting at his kitchen table. He's quite, He loves to sleep in. He he draws every night and he's up till sort of 2 or 3 a.m. often. So at about 10 a.m., he wheels out in the chair And he looks at me kind of with a sideways sideways glance, like, who's that? And Joy signs, oh, this is, you know, Johanna with the curly hair from Darwin. She's just flowing in. and, And he does, you know, you can tell he's sort of sizing me up. But within 10 minutes, we were, I was like kind of trying with my really clunky Auslan to have this conversation. And within 10 minutes, it kind of warmed up. And within half an hour, we were working on the first illustrations for the
0: book. Wow. And I, when you were telling that story, it looked like you were using Auslan yourself. Have you learned how to sign in this process? I
1: have learnt some signs, especially signs around the book. My Auslan isn't great and I think Dion also speaks sort of his own version of Oslan too. It's I don't know what the term would be, but like a dialect. Like a dialect, or- a dialect mm-hmm. for And so I know lots of signs like cheeky dog, cheeky donkeys. Um, You know, I know the signs for fighting, um, barking, running amok, those sorts of things. But I couldn't, if I met a deaf person in the street, I'd really struggle to have a meaningful conversation beyond, you know, what goes on. It could be
0: very confusing.
1: I could ask, could you draw that a little bit bigger or... (laughs) what I'm thinking of is three cheeky dogs on a seesaw. I'm sure people in the street would be looking at me like I'm kind of
0: strange. <laughs> so part of the story is um starts, is it based in Tennant Creek, the picture book itself? It starts in
1: Canteen Creek, which is a remote Indigenous community, a couple, maybe three and a half hours from Tennant Creek. And it's the home of Dion's father so his mother was from Al Lake Nash and his father's from Canteen Creek and so it's a place he's very very familiar with and it also is very special to him in his own storytelling because um, you'd know that if you've been out bush and particularly to places like Tennant Creek there's a a really big problem with cheeky dogs. There's a lot of them and they are getting up to a lot of mischief and often the dog catcher is coming around and hauling them in the back of the truck and Dion's got these elaborate stories about um, dog catchers coming and hauling all the cheeky dogs off to Canteen Creek
0: and so for me Canteen Creek is like
1: where all the bad dogs go.
0: (laughs) You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Johanna Bell. She's an author and journalist and we're talking about the book that she collaborated with Dion Beasley on. It's called Go Home Cheeky Animals and Johanna was just talking about her collaboration with Dion as well as um, where the book is set and the fact that there are so many dogs around. Now, is the word cheeky a positive Spin on what could actually be a very problematic situation. Like, are these are these fun, happy dogs that people like having around, or are they the ones that you jump up on a sofa to get away from? Look, I think it doesn't matter
1: where you live. Everybody knows a pretty naughty dog, and <laughs> cheeky is definitely a euphemism for. Things like mischievous, naughty, rude, you know, they're those dogs that, you know, the ones that seem to be immodest and just kind of lift their leg everywhere. They're the dogs (laughs) that are like digging things up. They're the dogs that don't seem to mind that they've, you know, grabbed hold of half your washing and pulled it off the line. So, yes, there's some very um, kind of chaotic antics that happen. And Dion's really like the David Attenborough of camp dogs. So he spent the last 15 years observing dogs. And so he, he really understands the nuanced behavior. And he also draws these really elaborate family trees, the way that all the dogs are connected to each other, the brother dogs, wow. sister dogs, father dogs. And because he's with them every day, particularly at Mulga Camp, which is one of the communities south of Tennant Creek, when the vets come around each year to do their dog management strategy, they go to him and ask him often for his advice about which dogs are related to which and who's the sister one and where did these puppies come from and things because he knows because
0: he's been observing them for so long. That's incredible. You mentioned earlier that you were originally in Sydney and then you moved to Darwin What was it like for you both making these approaches with Dion, working collaboratively with him, but also having access to communities that most Sydney girls probably don't ever experience? Is the book a good representation of what you found when you went there?
1: What I love about working out bush is obviously in remote communities they're very unique places often the landscape the the way the kind of dynamics are set up in the communities they're small places everybody knows everyone and often knows everyone's business and I had been working in remote Indigenous communities for quite some time before I moved to Darwin so I was very familiar in that environment but there's also this amazing sense of humour. A lot of the Aboriginal people I work with have incredible resilience and part of that resilience is this sort of quite cheeky, mischievous, often antagonistic kind of sense of humour. And I see that in Dion's work very much. Like He's celebrating the things he loves. And it's interesting because the idea for the first book – too Many Cheeky Dogs was actually hatched while I was working um, in the central desert because I was running a, an evaluation of a early years program and seeing a lot of Aboriginal assistant teachers working with texts. And I remember watching one woman, she was working kind of in a combination of her language and English, and she was reading Possum Magic to the kids, which is a wonderful book, but None of those kids have seen a possum. And I just thought, it's such a shame there aren't more texts that speak to this place. And we're talking 10 years ago, so there are a lot more texts now, thankfully, but Too Many Cheeky Dogs and Go Home Cheeky Animals is part of a movement where more Aboriginal authors and illustrators are generating stories from their places in their voices, and I'm really thrilled to have been part of what is a kind of growing collection of stories that uh, come from local places so that children can relate to them in a way that they can't relate to things that
0: are very, very foreign. And what has the response been to the books?
1: You know, I think Alan and Unwin, our publisher, took a real punt on us because neither of us were published. And, you know, it's very, very difficult to get into the children's book publishing world. I think if I get this right, Alan and I'm going to publish 12 picture books a year, you know. So why would they go with us when they could go with delightful people like Alison Lester? But they did. They saw, I think, what we saw in the sort of the unique place and the voice and Dion's humour in his illustrations and, and the potential for it to be used, not just in remote communities, but in context with young children, anyone who loves dogs. We're a pretty unusual combination in the picture book world, Dion and I.
0: Well, yes, it certainly seems that way, but it's a beautiful, delightful book. Johanna, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. That's Johanna Bell. She's a Darwin-based author of the Children's Book Council of Australia's Book of the Year in the Early Childhood category. And I'm very excited to say that you will be able to hear the full book tonight from 5pm on Settle Pedal here on Kindling Kids Radio.